All right, welcome to Anxiety, What is Happening to Me. I'm really honored to have Dr. Tomas here today on my show. Welcome, Dr. Tomas. Thank you very much. So, Dr. Tomas, he gives hope to people that have lost hope. And he is an advocate of education, building trusting relationships with his patients through trust and honesty. Dr. Tomas has been a board-certified family physician for over 20 years. He works closely with his patients and tries to find the root cause of their problem. So I'm really happy to have Dr. Tomas here to talk about anxiety today. And so I, so I give it to you. What do you have about anxiety that you think is important for for the listeners that are here today. Sure, well, thank you. Thank you for giving me this uh, uh, wonderful chance. We're here just to uh, talk to your community and their families about this uh, very popular symptom. I would call more as a symptom and not a disease or label disease about alcohol anxiety that is very uh, real, it's uncomfortable, uh, debilitating, um, and some, sometimes, you know, can keep us out of work, and then we have trouble in our families and the dynamics. So it's a pretty strong. It can go all the way from feeling a little anxious when you're talking in front of the camera to feeling very anxious that you can eat and feel very anxious that you can breathe. So it can get all the levels of anxiety. We have mild anxieties, we have severe anxieties, and we have something called panic. And panic will be the the ultimate, the, you know, uh, fear sensation or symptoms without any cause. So what they call panic is when you have fear to something that is not there and you don't know what it is. So it could be, you know, they say, what do you have panic with? I don't know. If I knew what I had panic, I would be leaving that place. I would stop eating these things. I would stop having this person in my house. But they don't know. And usually usually the root cause of these symptoms are um, a toxicity. And there is three types of toxins in the human body that cause inflammation. So there's three types of toxins that cause inflammation and that inflammation causes miscommunication between cells. So we're gonna go back a little bit. So there's three toxins that usually cause chronic inflammation. The chronic inflammation could be in the nerves, could be in the brain, could be in the gastrointestinal tract. And that chronic inflammation causes miscommunication. When you don't have communication and you feel alone in the middle of the jungle or in the middle of the island, you're gonna feel panicky. You're gonna feel anxiety, you're gonna feel bad because you lost contact. And we are, as a human, a, a community animal. We live in community. We need to sense a community. Our, our strongest factor of longevity is the sense of communication or community. You feel that you're part of something. So when your cells has inflammation around them and they lost communication between them, they start panicking, they start having anxiety. And then we're going to go back to these three toxins that we talk about it. So the three toxins are emotional toxins. Number one, emotional toxins. Yes, how can an emotion can cause inflammation? Actually, this most inflammatory one of 
all the toxins are the emotional toxins. So we can see something, we can uh, be part of something. They can yell at us, they can scream to us. We can see something bad that happened and we're gonna have inflammation, number one. Number two, it's a chemical toxins. So the chemical toxins are related to the things that we eat. And unfortunately in this era, the chemical toxins are a lot. And then they come in all sorts of uh, metals and they come in um, glyphosates and then with our industry and through the pesticides and fertilizers. And so chemical toxins are well known that cause inflammation mold and, and Oregon here in this, like what's called this uh, West part of, of U, U, U.S. mold is is uh, is uh, is tremendous, and then it's a chemical or biochemical toxins, and then uh, and that causes inflammation, and that is inflammation chronic, not acute inflammation when you hurt your hands or the, with a hammer, you hammer your knee. That's called acute inflammation. That's good. That's really good for you. Actually, you need that. But this is chronic inflammation. The chronic inflammation, miscommunication, miscommunication anxiety and then uh, and the third one is a physical toxins and the physical toxins are more the permanent things that uh, that will cause inflammation like for for example something physical if you rub your toes uh, with your shoes you're going to have this callus you know so we have a, a root canal we have uh, an implant uh, we have a prosthesis we have a physical thing in our body your body will want to chronically want to get rid of it or that and it, all that battle it causes inflammation and then uh, that's another type of toxin so we have the emotional the chemical and the physical toxins and um, that is the root cause of for me of anxiety and right then in my patients um, there's different levels uh, there's um, the different type of patients we are you know we are all unique we're all the same, but we're unique in how we deal with these toxins. So that is the genetic, what we call genetic predisposition, not genetic genes, but it's a predisposition about how you're going to be able, how easy it's for you to get rid of it of toxins. Usually kids, are, they're easy for them just to get rid of it of toxins. We, um, their liver is good, their kidneys are good, the skin is good. Uh, when you get getting less young, I don't say old, we get less young. And then uh, our capacity to eliminate these toxins are more, they're diminished. And so then the toxins create more and more and more inflammation. And then we have more and more easy symptoms. Is that clear? What do you Yeah, think? so, yeah. So you're saying that we have three toxins. So there's the emotional, the chemical and the physical toxins. And when they're chronic, then that causes the anxiety. And as we get older, we have a harder time processing the toxins that are inside of our body. And so we're more likely to have chronic inflammation from all the toxins in the, in the world that we have. So the like, way the kids uh, can get rid of it, of toxins, emotional toxins, is because they don't have secrets. Secrets is what differentiate a kid of an adult. 
So when we start having secrets, now we storage all those emotions. We storage emotion, we storage emotions, and we're pretty bad in communication, especially emotion communications. And that's how we develop the chronic inflammation on the spiritual or on the, you know, in, in the emotional part of toxicity. So secrets, secrets is we are all the same. We're all emotionally the same. The only difference between you and me is your secrets and my secrets. So if we learn how to communicate better that between us, within us, with, uh, with your spiritual healer, or I call Jesus, or you know, we can call God, it's better. So that emotion, so we, there is a way just to deal with emotional toxins called emotional detoxification. And a counselor, a therapist, or um, a spiritual healer can help you to navigate through the secrets, you know, because it's just secrets. Sometimes secrets that we don't know we have them. And then, uh, and then that's going to be a very good way to decrease the inflammation and to decrease, um, believe it or not, you know, it's like people say, it's like, how can an emotion create a physical uh, a, uh, change? And there is this beautiful study done in water. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but there's two jars of water. So one jar of distilled water with nothing on it. So distilled water have no minerals. It's clean, clean, clean water. The pH is seven. They put a label and they put a label and in the label, they wrote different words. And the words were, you know, um, jealousy and hate and pain and suffering. And then the other jar next to it, they put love and compassions, you know, happiness. And then they froze them. Those just try to put in the freezer. And when they take it out of the freezer, they take the crystals of those jars of water under the microscope. And it's, it's beautiful, the difference, the same water with different labels. So the emotional intentions that you put in the water, it changed the structure of the water. So when patients say, well, how can something, you yell at me, it's going to hurt me. Oh, it hurt you a lot. Tremendously. Why? Because we are 70% water. So, um, so our water structure changed. And every chemical reaction in your body needs water. Actually, we don't have water. We're in big trouble. So it changed a lot. The emotional part in your body, it changed tremendously. So uh, that's what I call the number one toxicity, the emotional toxicity. If we deal with that one, our body can do pretty, pretty good. And there's one element in order how to be immune to emotional toxins. So it's one weapon. It's one, um, I want to call antibody, but it's, it's, it's one remedy to deal with emotional toxins. And that is love. So people who has unconditional love, they don't have any emotional toxins. It's impossible for somebody who has unconditional love to have any inflammation. They don't have inflammation. And that's why in my book or in my journey or in my story with my patients, I say why Jesus never got sick. He can't get sick. He never get cancer. He didn't have high blood pressure. He didn't have gastritis. He didn't have any, he didn't have any symptoms. Did he deal with a lot of people sick? Yes, he deal with people sick all the time, emotional sick, physically sick, but he never gets sick. So there is an immune component that if you have it unconditional, but unconditional, you are you're you're good.
So that's that is another way, but it's hard to do it. You know, we 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 practice, I practice, and then it's it's pretty hard, it's pretty hard because you know we need to be like him ten percent or five percent, and and it's hard because you know we just are we not being educated how to do it, and then we still have practiced this jealousy, this anger, this you know these emotions that they're they're supposed to be immune, but we are not immune. We still, you know, digest them and digest it bad and we put it in different compartments and different, we create secrets. And then that is the whole cascade of problems like this. Chemical Yeah, as we get older, I feel like we always like throw things under the rug and we feel things. And instead of talking them out right there immediately with the person, we tend to just be like, oh, it didn't hurt me that bad. It's fine that they said that. And we tend to just shove it out but we're not actually like expressing what we're feeling and we're not, we're almost like lying to ourselves that we, that we got hurt by what somebody said, or we got hurt by what somebody did. And so I can see that as you get older, you're, you're really like just keeping everything inside. And you know why why that happened? You know why we got hurt? Because we are thinking about ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. So when somebody yell you or somebody scream at you, it, you you get hurt because you're thinking about you. Instead of that moment thinking about them, they need to be angry. They need to scream to you. They need to relieve those emotions. And it's not to you. They need that. But we take it so selfish and those accidents or those episodes, we put it in ourselves kind of like, oh, she's screaming to me. And that hurts because we're just thinking about ourselves. And the moment we shouldn't think about ourselves, like, oh, wow, do you feel better now that you're screaming at me? Did I help Yeah, you? it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely really hard to, <laughs> to open yourself up and be like, okay, what is happening to them in this moment? Like, why are they so emotional? Why are they so angry? It is, it's, you're right you tend to like project it onto yourself instead of like you said if you had love for everybody and you're open to actually look at somebody like why are you upset you would be able to like feel the love and not bring in all of that emotional uh feelings that they are feeling in that moment into yourself you feel in yourself you're so personal i mean we are like we always thinking about what's happened to us and what is the he's screaming to me what did i did what did what happened it's like it's like no no we have to be like unconditional love it's like you know what you're screaming i think so that's what you need let's help you maybe to give you the other cheek is that right and then (laughs) he did that and then that's what it come out to this little sample. But it's it's very hard because, you know, it's very hard to give that a cheek when somebody hit you and then start to feel sorry for them that they hit you and say, that's probably what you need. Let me give you this one so you can hit me again. So it's, it's because we always thinking about ourselves, in my opinion. And then that's, but it's really hard just to practice that this. It's very easy to say, but when, once, once we put it in practice, it's, it's pretty good and it's, and it's uh, it's a better tool. It's very fun. I mean, Albert Einstein said, you know, all the signs in, in 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 the world, they think that I was discovered the the, the biggest uh, you know nuclear power, you know, with with electricity and the nuclear power with atomic bomb. And he said, but they 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 they, they forget the most powerful power or energy in the world. 
and then uh, is unlimited, and then uh, it can travel. It can travel through years and history. It's hereditary, and there's love. And then he was, the, you know, one of the, the the biggest brains in the world. So it's like when science, when science understand the power of love, they're gonna stop doing, you know, uh, nuclear power. Because you can move a mountain, you can move, you can, you can, you can go to another planet, you can do whatever you want. It's 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 unlimited, and it's so powerful how you change matter. You change matter. You think the nuclear powers because you know it radiates and change genes and stuff like that. No, love is way powerful than that. And then um, and then they still didn't discover. They discover fear. So love and fear is completely opposite, like nine and day. And they discover fear and they use that. They use that through COVID and then they kill a bunch of people, you know, and then uh, the science, they say the most, most lethal, you know, tox toxicity is fear. You can make somebody sick. You can make your immune, immune system weak. And then uh, we're going to practice that. We're going to put panicking and we're going to put fear in the population. The population is going to get sick. Sometimes they're going to die. And then that's, that is, that's what they did. So they practice the fear and they're an expert about it. Now we need to practice more the love and see what we can do about it. Yeah, we could cure the world with love. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So one guy did a pretty good job. Imagine if we all, you know, if we all get together and we can do a really, really, really good job. So absolutely it's the uh, chemical part now uh, because it's a, it's 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 a it's a reality in our in our in our uh, world and our era that we're living right now that our nutrition our water source uh is contaminating so uh what is hurting is your uh microbiome the microbiome are the bacteria that we have in our skin in our intestine in our body and those those bacteria actually are in charge to create the hormones or the pre-hormones to go to your brain and make you feel. So when the microbiome is damaged with chemical toxicity, your body cannot create oxytocin or serotonin or dopamine or all these hormones that we use it in the brain. So I would say the hormones that you use here are made in your guts. So if you have toxicity in your guts, they're not going to be able to make, and they call you chemical imbalance. When they give you medication to balance those chemicals, you feel better, but the, you don't address the root causes why you're chemical imbalance. And it's not a brain issue that you have a chemical imbalance. It's a gut issue that you have a chemical imbalance. So the chemical toxicity hurt your guts and your guts have the bacteria who create the hormones to make you feel good. That's why people eat healthy in general, they feel good. Let's say, how can, it, how can fruits and vegetables sometimes when you eat it for 13 days, there is studies on this too. It's 23 days in plant-based diet, it's 21 days, 28 days, there's a diff different studies say, okay, go to plant-based and then uh, you're gonna feel better. So how, how did that happen? Because your microbiome is being happy. It's not being attacked with chemicals and stuff like that. And you create more, more and more hormones to make you feel better. And then uh, this uh, this Satbush is a, is a, is an M, is is an MD. is a, is a doctor who did a bunch of studies with this. And then uh, he studied a lot about animal proteins and anxiety, actually panic. And this this girl's there was a, a woman from uh, Canada, I think. So it was, it was that it has panic 
attacks on Tuesdays. It was very, very bizarre. So every Tuesday, I have a panic attack. And there's no doctor who can help her. Say, so, okay, you need to take this med med medication, this rescue medications, and then you're going to be fine. She took the medication and helped her. But almost almost every Tuesday, she had this, uh, this, this panic attack. They're horrible, actually. And this, 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 this doctor started asking questions about what she was eating on Tuesdays, and it was chicken salad. And the chickens that she was eating has been tortured very bad before they've been killed. So during the process of digestion, so those animal prot proteins, her body was actually expressing this bad anxiety. It doesn't happen to us to everybody, but this is very well studied. They stopped the chicken salad and the anxiety and the panic was, was over. Was a was a fascinating study. So what I'm going to is like the fruits and vegetables. It's not that we need to eat that in a day. We don't need to eat meats and stuff like that. But the nutrition that we are eating have a lot to do with emotions, because and, and the nutrition, our microbiome grow, and then our chemistry and our chemicals and our toxins goes through, um, through the food and the water. So if we can change a little bit about what we eat or we're almost self-conscious about what we eat, I think so your community is better or above average of my community probably. But, um, but that's, that is the chemical part. And the, and, 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 and the physical part would be the, you know, the mouth. I always start with the mouth. You know, mouth, very, 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 very important because we have a lot of chemicals. We have a lot of bacteria. We have uh, toxins. And then uh, cavitations and uh, wisdom teeth has been removed 20 years ago. And, and then it's like uh, caves that you remove the bear, but the cave is still there. And there's bats and there's a lot of bad things in those cavities and the bones where your wisdom teeth. So there is root canals, there is amalgams, there is silvers, you know, put in the teeth. Tremendous amount of inflammation, tremendous amount of chronic inflammations, headaches, chronic head, head, headaches, neck pain, um, and gastrointestinal issue, acid reflex, and then uh, poor poor digestion that with time will cause anxiety. With time will cause depression. With time will cause panic. And all this little emotion diseases that we call right now, that are just symptoms that, you know, that your body has inflammation. And then we need to find out the root cause, what toxins it is, where it's come from, and then start from there. And most people, if they would have any type of physical change to their body, is their teeth. That's where cavities usually happen and they get fillings. And that's like the biggest thing that most people will have. That's why I said physical toxins, I start in the mouth. And then I usually refer to, uh, you know, biological dentist. And then uh, because the dentist is important about where you're going to, to fix your teeth. And then, um, and they start from there. It's like, hey, listen, you need to, I know it's expensive. I know you need, it's a nightmare because you need to go to see a dentist. Who likes to go to see a dentist? But uh, let's be sure the mouth is uh, not perfect, but okay. And then, uh, and then we're going to start, you know, dealing with the nutrition, and then we're going to start dealing with emotional toxicities and then try to do detoxifications and then uh, and a very, very nice detoxification program from the emotion, the chemical and the physical detoxification. And then with time, 
the body will be fine. Your bacteria will be happy. You know, your all this, the, the hormones in, in, right there, they go to your brain, you're going to be great and optimal levels. And and then it's not that you're born with the serotonin deficiency, that you need the serotonin receptors, inhibitors, you know, to increase your serotonin levels in your brain so you make you feel label. I mean, this is, is, is for me, make no sense. It's a, you know, what, what, what animals in, in, in the in the woods has anxiety? None. Animals in the zoo, they do have anxiety. And pets has anxiety. Why? Because they have emotional toxins from us and they we feed them. But the rest of the population, they don't, they, the ones who live actually in the woods or in the jungle or in, in nature, they should be fine. They should not have anxiety. Yeah, they're they're getting everything they need. It's almost like the physical toxins are the easiest to get rid of. And then <laughs> and then the emotional are, one is the hardest, I feel like, for us adults. We have a hard time expressing ourselves. I know, but remember what I told you is that well, the most inflammatory ones are those ones. The most inflammatory ones are those ones. And then uh, communication, communication, and communication. Ourselves, we are, uh, you know, it. what is like... Uh, 30 trillions of uh, cells in our human body. So all of them communicate. They communicate. They are they're different they, between one cell and the other cells, this little bridge. Those, 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 those bridges are called desmosomes and those desmosomes are built by vitamin D, vitamin D3. That's why vitamin D is one of the reasons it's important too and then it help with the mood. And then when we are in winter, our vitamin D get decrease the communication get decreased and we have this depression symptoms this anxiety symptoms more in winter summer more sun better and this is not here only even in summer and people here in oregon i don't know where, where what state are you but here in oregon people we don't have vitamin uh, d even in summer but um but that's what is important but it's not because d is important it's because the communication of the cells is is right there is important and then optimal levels, it will make that communication better. Not the best, but better. So um, eating good, exercise, learn how to communicate with your peers and with yourself. Just be honest, you know, just be honest with yourself. And then, uh, and then, yeah, the physical is the easiest part because it probably just to go see a very good dentist and then be sure that your mouth is okay. That not everybody has it. And there's a, there's a bunch of people that thank God they stopped putting amalgams. My, 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 my mom was a dentist. My dad was a dentist. My older brother is an oral surgeon. So, I, you know, I'm pretty familiar with dentists. And then hopefully in the world, we stop doing these crimes of, of silvers and amalgams in the teeth that is just pure mercury, right? There is, it's, it's inorganic mercury, but, you know, when you put it in your body, it becomes organic and then, you know, go to your brain. And then we have all these this symptoms of toxicity that, you know, we call diseases, but it's just a chronic intoxication from a physical toxin and then uh, with chronic inflammation and then you know we call parkinson's or whatever so you talked about like a sense of community is that a sense of community in your body like having right. all your cells work together great or also like in a sense of community just in general like with all the people around us well, both, both. We started with within us, you know. Um, we're gonna start within us, and then the way to do it is just to listen one soul just to the other. Uh, we have a sense of community, but if you're blind and deaf, 
you're not going to have a lot of sense in community, even if you live in a community. Is that right? So uh, maybe That's you can, but it's going to be challenging. So my point is like, we start with an us, with yourselves, the sense of community between yourselves, and then we go more and more and more to your environment. It's not a sense of community between humans. It's a sense of community between the mother earth and a sense of community of grounding and sense of earth with the wind and the sun and the plants and the animals who live around you. Is, is, is we are part of that and then that's what we but we need to start from inside and then go with a sense of community but actually community is more and beyond like just humans you know just a sense of community is like that's what the microbiome is so important it communicate you to the environment the way that your microbiome communicate between you and the environment is with food because food's supposed to be local and seasonal and then, um, yeah, I have we we have a short time, but 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 anyway, uh, so the way that your microbiome communicate where you are in the environment is through the food. So when you eat local, organic, and seasonal, your microbiome know that you is full, and you need to make this much temperature, and the day duration, the night duration is this long, so it's going to give you enough melatonin and enough hormones in order just to adapt to them during that season. And so when you eat blueberries, that they're great and they're awesome. They have some antioxidants as the miracle of, uh, you know, of, of fruits. In December, your microbiome doesn't understand anything. And says, but wait a second, this is a summer fruit. What are you eating that? What are we supposed to do? We, we should make you awake all this time. We should wake you up at this time. What we... So the way that your microbiome communicates to you and tell you where you are in the planet Earth is through food. So the more low that is so fascinating. I just I, that is so amazing how like food connection with the earth, eating, understanding what you should be doing during that time of year, what your body should be doing during that time of year. Fast, fast. The best, the the cheapest, the most natural way to detox the emotional toxins, the physical toxins, and the chemotoxins is fast. So my patients say, well, doc, I can't afford this detoxification program. That actually is a very good investment for you, but sometimes we can't afford it. And it, they say, so what else I can do? Free, political, correct in all the religions. All the religions in the world are agreed to one thing, not in one book, no about one type of God. One, but the only thing they agree, all of them, is fast. Fast help humans. And the reason, and, and not help humans, they help animals. Animals, when they're sick, they fast. They don't eat a horse when it's sick, they fast. We are the only animals when we are sick, we eat. So if we, if we want to do one element or one tool just to do it is fasting. And the reason this is important, the fasting is because you reset your microbiome. So all these bacteria that you would feed in blueberries in December, they're gonna die. The only one they're gonna survive is the one that needs to survive in the season that you live in. So you reset your microbiome fast is okay one day two days three days five days max and don't do it if you don't have a medical advice but fast is the the easiest way to do it and your culture do quite a bit of lens that is not that fast but it's very 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 good and then um and it's awesome and i'm very very proud of all of you and then i think this uh is one of the tools that it make you guys above average in how healthy you guys are yeah, and we do have stricter lens where we, we are supposed to fast 
and mm -hmm. not eat anything on certain days during our Lent. A lot of us don't follow that, but there are a few people that do. And I followed it one time where I fat actually fasted. And yes, I did feel way better. It is that because you know why you guys don't do it? Lens. Because you don't have it. You don't have like a why. So why? Because they told me I have to do it. But if you understand that it's so good for you and your body need it, your biological body and then need it, your spiritual body need it. Uh, we are born too fast. We are genetically coached for. Say, dog, I can't skip my breakfast. I, I would never skip breakfast in my life. So I don't. You ask me to do two days of water. It's like that's crazy. I'm gonna die. So we. Are, it's like telling you you can't sleep or you can't pee. No, I dog, I can't pee. You know, it's like, no, you can't. You, you 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 you. It's impossible. So we are genetically coached too fast. So we are, like our genes are asking too fast. And then we are, you know, born with a refrigerator full of food and we never do it. And we eat three, three times, four times, five times, 17 times, 11 times a day. So it's, uh, it's crazy. Well, do you yeah, have well, thank you, Dr. Tomas. Do you have anything else to add to, to that? Well, just when you have anxiety, uh, um, respect yourself. Uh, anxiety is just the symptoms of healing. It's not a it's not a malfunction. It's it's a symptom of healing. It's not looking very good in 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 the community. It's not accepted in the community to feel sad or depressed or anxious or anxiety or panicking. But it's a symptom that your body gives it to you to give you a warning that you know it needs some help. So don't don't be against that. And then uh, and then uh, and do those you know three types of. Uh, tips that I give it to you with emotional and then physical and chemical and then and be happy and be happy mm -hmm. wonderful <laughs> yeah so definitely we do definitely need to take care of ourselves and listen to ourselves I really like how you said that when you are experiencing anxiety that's your body telling you go get help you need help yep yeah just a sec honey close the door Yep, there you go. That's my that's my call. Gotta go. <laughs> my kid <Okay>. is crying. <laughs> okay. All right. Very well, nice. it was nice meeting you. So. Very, 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 very nice meeting you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.